Against All Odds is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, and you must be 21 or older. Probably listening Friday morning. Spaghetti and meatballs fiddling with the knobs. Baby face Joel Solomon is producing this mess. And joining me as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, brother Brian, Darren, the parlay kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal. What's going on, buddy? Well, we just were all together. We haven't seen each other in about six or seven minutes. Uh, the <laughs> Thursday night football game <laughs> concluded. We were together on Spotify Live. Live betting the fourth quarter. We did well with that. We live bet under 41 and a half and then under 40 and a half, 24 10 final. Looked like it was going to be a slugfest. Looked like there was going to be some scoring early on. And then uh, I don't know what happened. It was, it was a Bills game that they were in control of Parley Kid, right? I think yeah. time of possession was, yeah. what, 38 22 or something? Not your typical Belichick game. Certainly not one with revenge on the mind from the, the drubbing that took place in January. No, not at all. Sal, rather the lackluster performance from uh, the Pats there in a game they really needed to have. Yeah. Uh, looks like now uh, they could be playing out the string here. I mean, it's six and six. It's, it's not uh, totally over, but there's just not enough weapons on that offensive side of the ball. That's going to scare uh, anybody. They really can't compete with the upper echelon. Uh, teams, especially in the East. Yeah. So now you got at six and six, these teams with 12 games have five left. You could really kind of look at the schedule and figure it out at Raiders versus Bengals versus Dolphins at Bills. Um, sorry, at Cardinals before that next week, that's a night game, the 12th. What would that be? So that's a, oh, that's a Sunday night game. No, that's a Monday night game at the Cardinals. Good luck to figuring out who's mm. going to win that one, but really they have to bribe pill off two upsets, right? I mean, they have to either beat the Bengals, the Dolphins or the Bills, I would say. The two of them. Yeah, probably. it's not it's not happening. It's not. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not officially over with, but after after tonight, yeah, yeah like probably kid was saying, you, they just don't have enough. And and I guess maybe it is, you know, they really haven't beaten um and a lot of times, team a lot yet, of times right? they haven't been sure. able I mean, aside they, from the they, Jets wins, right there, I guess there really hasn't been a good win for them. So they, they yeah, struggle but, against anybody with an offense. Right. That second win against the uh, Jets, they did nothing on offense either. either. They just lackluster. I mean, not even, they have no play calls. They have no, no, uh, no deep threats. It's a uh, very, very lame. Yeah, no deep threats. So I will say this, my five in a row. Now I had Pickett, I had Tannehill, I had Heineke, I had Jimmy G. And then I had Mac Jones over right. 34 and a half longest completion, the longest completion, in these night games. If you pick the right guy, you'll win. In fact, I don't even think did, uh, did Josh Allen get the longest complete? You have to really, really have to be like me. You really have to know what you're doing here to pick the right one here. No, but I won with that, with the prop with Mac Jones over, Brother Bry, you won Stevenson over four and a half receptions. You got that in the fourth quarter, right? Yeah, he had one. He had one. Yeah, when we were doing Spotify Live, at some point in the third quarter, he ended up with at least seven. Right? Yep. I mean, it was like three passes in a row, Tim, which was nice. Ha- that was sweet. Harry I thought Porter, it was a loss. Four and a half tackles over that hit in the fourth quarter. Good job by you. And Parley Kid Gabriel Davis over three and a half receptions. Very frustrating player. He'll, yeah, it was he frustrating. Draws a lot of flags. He'll do, get, catch balls that are almost out of bounds. Sure. He did catch a touchdown pass, but uh, it only counts as one, right? That's correct. Yeah, the targets had seven targets, but uh, 
could only haul in two short passes. So yeah, it is what well, it is. Paul, kid, you did win with the Bills. Uh, Brian and I had the Pats. Harry had what? You had the under, so that one. Uh, first touchdown, forget about it. I mean, I don't even know what this guy wasn't on the board. This Jones, it's not no. Mac Jones, that's for sure. Uh, 150 to one. <laughs> Jones, it's crazy. Nobody had it though, Marcus Jones. It was his first snap on offense. Harry, you said you likened it to your first soccer game in high school. Yeah, just like it. First time ever touching the field. First time touching the ball on the soccer field. I scored. Does this mean Marcus Jones will never play again? (laughs) That means Marcus Jones is going to balloon up to 270 pounds and develop a gambling addiction. Uh, No. All right. Uh, Speaking of... Speaking of soccer, uh, U.S. versus Netherlands, we gave our picks yesterday. Netherlands are 245, minus 245 to advance. If you just skip the 60-minute, 90-minute stuff, USA is almost 2-1 to one to advance. I went 0-0 first half plus 135 because that's what we're seeing in a lot of these games. Um, and it's not a high-octane offensive uh, unit right. from the Netherlands and certainly not USA with the banged-up Pulisic. But... Um, Zero zero first half. We saw another one today, Thursday. We saw four yesterday, Bry. You went uh, under two and a half, right? That's minus one sixty, but uh, I it did. seems to be worth it. Yeah, and uh, Paulie kid one to one draw in regulation, and Harry yep. Netherlands and under two and a half. How dare yeah. you? You're doing it again. <laughs> All right, plus two sixty five. All right, plus two sixty five for your dignity. There it is, just gone. Uh, go to Covered in Glory. <laughs> Covered in Glory is going to be on Spotify Live, the Against All Odds live feed tomorrow, or actually today, Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern. Listen to Toby and Brett break down U.S. Netherlands. It's going to be a party. They know what they're talking about. We don't. Also, extrapoints.com slash arcade prop quiz. Pick them. There's gold caps. There's $100 bills up for grabs. Ask uh, Jordan Anderson, who won our November prop culture, getting seven out of eight right uh we'll have december prop culture up monday and let's take a quick break and we'll be back to preview this great card of saturday and sunday football your first bet with caesar's sportsbook and casino it's on caesar's up to 1250 dollars download the app with promo code c z r f u l l and place your first bet if you win congrats if you don't you'll get it all back as a free bet That first bet also gives you a thousand tier credits and a thousand reward credits, putting you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer free stays, game tickets, experiences, and more. You must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ontario, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, and Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Ohio, and Utah, and other states where prohibited. Yes, you have to know. When to stop before you start. If you have a gambling problem in Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Virginia, West Virginia, or Pennsylvania, or if you know someone who has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or in Maryland, visit MarylandGamblingAndDGamblingHelp.org or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net, Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700, Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. That's 467-369. Or text C-O-N-N-E-X to 247-247. Tennessee, call or text Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789. 
Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact. Helping the small stand tall. All right, let's start off. I think the game of the week, there's two to choose from, two or three, but Kansas City on the road laying two points, 53 is the over under at Cincinnati. We're all four going to pick this one parlay, kid. I'm going and you're going with the Chiefs. Let's hear uh, why uh, why you like Kansas City. Well, I think, you know, uh, there just seems to be a lot of interest in, uh, in Cincy in this game. And we know, look, I, I've become a big fan of the, uh, the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, Big fan of Burrow, but uh, I just not a believer in that uh, this Cincy team is going to beat this Chiefs team uh, in three straight, or you know, possibly even cover here. Not yeah. really, maybe necessarily win, but cover. I don't see it happening. Uh, I think twenty-one-seven is- regular season last year. That was a weird game. Uh, they 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 were winning twenty-one-seven. The Chiefs they blew it. They right. blew the AFC Championship more famously. Right. Um, yeah, revenge I mean, factor here. South. So this is, I, I think the chiefs have revenge on their mind. They're going to mm-hmm. be ultra motivated for this game. Uh, I like, that's why I like them. And Mahomes, look, no matter what, to me, this is the battle of the two best quarterbacks in the NFL. I've, I got burrow ranked over, uh, Josh Allen, even mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, but Mahomes will prove that he is the, Cream of the crop here, Sal. All right. Once again, he is the best. He's on another level. He dominates this game. They hang Let like 35 points. They hang 35 on Cincy at minimum. Minimum. Mm. Me, I have a 36-28. I have it going yeah. way, uh, way over. Uh, let's do, I'm going to juice up your Mahomes love here. 26 consecutive November and December wins. 26 yep. in a row in November yep. and December. As a favorite or of three or less or underdog, he's 17-5-1 against the spread. Uh, on the road or neutral site, he's 24-15-1. And actually better on the road. Since that stupid loss in Indy, they've won three straight road games, average of 11 points per game. I don't know. I'm, yep. I'm, look, I'm looking at some of the defenders like Chris Jones saying that playoff loss was a driving force in the offseason. I think he can yep. get to borrow yep. a couple of times. I like it. Like I said, eight-point win for Kansas City. Brother Brian and Harry are against us. Harry, what you like in the Bengals? Yeah, I like the Bengals. Um Cincinnati seven and two in their last nine. Mahomes might lead in most uh, quarterback sats, but 
Burrow owned right now, last two, owns uh, Mahomes a little bit here. I think they do it again, third straight, since he's getting chased back, probably mixing. Gutsy win last week against Tennessee on the road. Burrow in the jungle, gets it done, beats Mahomes for a third straight time. Oh, is it bombs away? You haven't said bombs away. Give us a pick. Give us a score. 31-24. All right. I don't agree. Right. You know, Chiefs uh, probably get fifth defensively against the run. Could be bad news for P. Ryan. Sure. And a, a banged up uh, Mixon. I think this is where the offense uh, busts open. Brian, you love Cincinnati this week. I do like him. Look, and I said this last week. I mean, I think this was my big bet of the week last week was the Bengals Titans. But, you, you know, usually these Super Bowl teams that lose just or teams that lose in the Super Bowl are terrible the next year. But Burrow, mm-hmm. again, like Parley Kid was saying, I, mean, I think he's the third best quarterback in the NFL. I mean, maybe, you know, he's not maybe going to be third in MVP voting, but I think he's the third best quarterback. Legit contender they are. I mean, they are going to get Mixon and Chase back. Yep. You know, the defense has been a little bit hit or miss, uh, but they do have the potential to shut teams down. Now, this is a team. They are 8-1 and one against the spread in the last nine. Chiefs continue to fail to blow teams out, right? We've seen this. Time and time again, they were actually lucky last week to cover, um, although mm-hmm. they probably should have covered that 20 different ways. Since he may just have the Chiefs number, a two crazy, mm-hmm. like you said, two crazy come from behind victories. I could actually see this playing out a little bit in the mm-hmm. opposite this week. Like the Bengals maybe come out strong. Mm-hmm. Chiefs maybe have a little bit of comeback um, late in the game. But I'm going to take the two points. I'm going to say this is a uh, 31-30 classic. Wow. Um, All right, so you're taking the point. You think that makes a difference, the two points. I, Interesting. Yeah, I, I could see it. I, I do think this is going to be a really good game. I I, tr- I I trust Burrow to keep this game rather close. Mm. I, I, don't right. see them, I don't see this getting away from them. All right, another great one. This is late afternoon, and we'll be on Spotify Live uh, jumping in there uh, for these late afternoon games. San Francisco, four-point favorites, 46-and-a-half versus Miami. Parley Kid, you and I are opposite on this. I like the... Uh, 49ers. I just think this is a huge advantage for Shanahan. First of all, he gave them all his running backs. He gave them like this Mostert and Jeff Wilson and Ahmed. He gave them the coach McDaniel, the protege on the other side. Mm. Um, But I really like what the Niners are doing. Obviously, I mean, the stat that's going around is they haven't given up a second half point in four games. That's insane. Uh, Jimmy G actually doing better with this offense than I think people want to give him credit for. They're a top 10 passing offense (laughs) offense. Uh, you look at them, they're 11 and five against the spread in the last 16. They're especially good at home, eight and one straight up and seven and two against the spread in the last nine. I really like them here. Dolphins oh three and one against the number in the last four. I think two has a little bit of trouble scrambling this uh, atmosphere. 26, 14, 49ers win. You're going against me. Yeah, Sal, uh, this is a tough game, right? Um, to, to me, I, so I'm going to take the points here with, uh, a Miami offense that really doesn't seem like it can be stopped. Um, I think, uh, you know, we, who's got the advantages of a coach here? I mean, Shanahan's got more experience. Uh, but on the other side, uh, this young Dolphins coach uh, might know a little more about San Francisco than uh, maybe Shanahan would like him to know about. So I think he's going to be ultra prepared for what the 49ers have to offer. This uh, Tyreek Hill-Waddle connection, it seems virtually unstoppable. I think 
Uh, the shorter passing game can benefit the Dolphins here. They'll take their shots downfield, but uh, I think we see some of that West Coast offense for the Dolphins uh, where Tua is unloading that ball quickly, getting it out of his hand before the San Francisco rush can get to him. Got a couple Dolphin running backs, so we'll be looking for some revenge as well in this game. I think this is tight all the way through. Somebody's winning by a field goal late. All right. Let's take the Dolphins in the points, Sal. All right. There you go. Philly, Tennessee. Uh, Harry, you and I are on the Titans here. I think this is a great spot for them. I think it's a great spot for Vrabel on the yep. road, getting a chunk of points, five. Um, you know, everyone says when the calendar turns to December, it's impossible to, to tackle Derrick Henry. It was hard to tackle him last week on that one reception. Uh, it was bottled up uh, otherwise, but I do think he steps it up now. I know they lost to the Bengals. But I like them here uh, defensively third against mm. the rush yards per carry. Uh, they've also only allow 84 and a half. That's also third. Um, so Philly, I, I know they went crazy. We saw them um, in that night game. I don't expect a, a repeat performance right there. Titans five and oh, also against the spread in their last five road games. I say 23, 17. I think they pull the upset off. Yeah, maybe Sal. I mean, I agree with you. Vrabel get more than four points. I love that here. Three of the four Titans losses have been by four points or less. Tennessee four and one straight up in the last five on the road. Uh, and the, their one loss was uh, that overtime loss in Arrowhead. Um, uh, taking the team with a better offense, and I'm getting four and a half points. I just, I, I, I mean, uh, the team with a better defense getting yeah. four and a half points. I just think that's yeah. uh that's a telling point there in Philly. You might be giving up 30 points yeah. two of oh, the last three weeks. So. Yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I just like this Vrabel team in this spot. I really do. I think he's 21 and seven against the spread as an underdog of three or more. And then so, you know uh, Philly can run, but still Tennessee, third best in the league against the run. Yeah. And you know what? Philly ran last game against the Packers, and yeah. it was a one score game. So right. you don't really know what to make of it. But uh, I don't know, Paulie Kid, you and I maybe we just don't want to give Philly enough credit. Until they whip yeah. us in the playoffs. Uh, let's get to that point first. Hey, Cleveland, Houston, talk about revenge game. Talk about emotion. A lot of craziness. It's not, uh, neither of these teams is going to make the playoffs. I don't <laughs> think. Uh, definitely not Houston, Cleveland with an outside shot, but you can pretty much count them out. But Deshaun Watson back makes them a seven point favorite. 47 and a half is the over under. The game is in Houston. You know, we talk about games that have been circled on the calendar. I feel like Andy Reid circled that Bengals game right there. Uh, things get easier for Andy Reid down the stretch. Uh, I feel like Houston did this with Cleveland when it was announced that Deshaun Watson would come back this week, 13. Um, you know, I like the pitiful Texans to actually win this game, 23-21. Here's why. I don't think Watson's an upgrade from Brissett this week. Uh, of course, overall, he will be, but right now, I don't think that he pays immediate dividends. It's not likely to happen. On 11 games with Jacoby Brissett, the Browns put together the NFL's fifth ranked offense EPA per drive. So um, that's tough to beat Texans. On the other hand, I know they have to score. That's the thing. They're the worst team. They averaged 28 and a half rushing yards in the last two games. But I think Damian Pierce gets out of the funk. The Browns 23rd in the league versus the run. I know the Texans are pretty bad against the run too. So Chubb should do well. Emotions run high. Stefanski with the Browns as a favorite, only eight and 17 against the spread. Give me 23-21, Bri. You're going against me. You like Browns double digits? Uh, yeah, well, our boy Josh, too, likes uh, the Browns <laughs> here. Right. Uh, but look, if the Texans had any pride, they would win this game, or they would at least cover this game, but they are awful. 
Uh, mm-hmm. Since the Raiders, I mean, you look, Lovey Smith, Kyle, just bad, uh, bad combination. Terrible head coach, terrible quarterback. Uh, since the Raiders game, they have sucked six straight losses. Offensively, the most they put up is 17 points. I don't think they're going to take advantage at all of the Browns defense. Actually, probably the Browns pass rush will do well here. Um, and even if Watson is rusty, I think we forget how good of a quarterback he really is. I mean, it was just kind of not having much of a defense, I think, in, in Houston for him. Uh, the last year that he was there. But um, I think it's a perfect team for Watson to get back in there against Texan one, Texans one and five against the spread in their last six. So I'm going to say uh, the Browns win this one 24 10. All right. Yeah. Home underdogs of a touchdown or more this year, seven and zero against the spread. But uh, this is going to be an interesting one. Normally we wouldn't give a crap about this game, but all no. of a sudden, a lot sure. of intrigue. All right. A game that a lot of people are actually annoyed. That is a primetime game. They feel uh parlay kid that the Cowboys Colts should have been flexed out for uh, what San Francisco and Miami, Miami sure. or Cincinnati or KC. One of those two um, Dallas, 10 and a half point favorite 44 and a half versus Indianapolis. I don't think timeouts are going to matter worth a crap this game. I really don't. So rest easy, Jeff Saturday. This is going to be a blowout. Uh, Dallas defense allowed the second fewest points per game, 17, um, seventh fewest yards at 310, um, passing yards, 178. And Matt Ryan is not good. And he's not good against teams above 500. He's six and 11 against the spread against winning teams. And Dak is just the other way as a seven point favorite, 17 and three straight up 13, six and one against the spread. A backdoor covers the only way you should feel good about taking the Colts. Is that what you're thinking here? Probably kid taking it's the kind of what I'm thinking, Sal. Um, I think we're going to see uh, a heavy dose of Jonathan Taylor in this game. Mm. Um, I think we're going to see Matt Ryan dump the ball off a lot this game, try to control the ball in this game. In no uh, way, shape, or form do I think the Cowboys can possibly lose this game. I think the Colts' defense is solid enough to keep them in it. And with the Colts maybe running the ball, even though they have not run the ball this year like they maybe did last year. I think that's their game plan. Keep the ball out of the Cowboys' hands, try to control the clock a little bit, and just kind of hang around in this game and hope the Cowboys can lose this game rather than they might win this game, the Colts. Maybe they, they're going to be relying on the Cowboys to make a few big mistakes. Uh, I yeah. don't think that's going to happen, but I think they do enough uh, and maybe get like a, a late field goal or something or or touchdown to just barely cover the spread. All right. I see in the future, Matt Ryan's future, a strip sack from number 11. Can you bet a Matt Ryan turnover? Just like a fumble. Can you bet it like a Parsons oh, I mean, fumble I recovery? Mean, that's the, uh, yeah. Jeez. You, I wonder, can you bet the fumble? Uh, I'd like I mean, to geez, Harry find that more than anybody. Yeah. That's what I mean. I, I really just think like it's going to get it. It's going to get ugly that the only saving grace, Trayvon Diggs and Michael Gallup have the flu or something. Um, but uh, you know, whatever it's a Sunday night game, maybe they'll be uh, okay for that baby face. What are you saying about this game? I can't believe it. I've never heard. I don't think the parlay kids say that Cowboys had a coaching advantage as, uh, ever, <laughs> ever. <laughs> this is what has to happen. Yeah. I don't really even think I said that. I don't know if they do, but uh, <laughs> yeah, right. There's a, there's an interim coach who may be tanking. That's the only way we might have an yeah. advantage. Um, there you go. All right. So I'm going 33, 17 for a final. Uh, please don't make us close. Another prime time. I, I, I hope, sit. I hope I'm wrong. So I don't, 
Yeah. I, I think we'll, we'll, we don't have to worry about it. If they saw there's no way they lose this game, right? No way. No way. It shouldn't be. It really I'll be coming shouldn't back be. with them on a teaser later. So yeah. All <laughs> I right. knew that. Knew that was <laughs> Plus the 10 and a half, but he's getting the teaser. All right, Harry. Um, uh, Vikings minus three, 44 and a half versus the Jets. I'm not a fan of either team. Minnesota plus five point differential and Jets are somehow a plus 34. Minnesota with two losses. They can clinch the North and more importantly, the Vikings can go over their preseason win total nine and a half with a win over the Jets. All right, Harry, congratulations. And also congratulations. This is the team you picked to win the division and the Super Bowl and everything else, but individually week to week, I feel like you've been against them every week except this one. Uh, not really, just sometimes a little hesitant. Their defense hasn't been playing the greatest lately, but I am going to lay the three. I know Mike White had a great game last week against the uh, Bears, who you know, have been awful defensively since uh, trading Roquan Smith. But um, last year, he also had that big game against Cincinnati where he had over 400 yards. Game Two games later, four picks versus Buffalo. So, And then that, let's not forget the Jets overall here, 24th in overall in offense. Minnesota is four and one at home, all four wins by four points or more. Uh, New York's better against the pass than they are against the run. So I think, I think Dalvin cook is going to be a, have a huge game for Minnesota, Minnesota's offense. Still, I mentioned the defense, not so great lately, but Minnesota in the, scored in the thirties, three of the last five games. I think they win this game by eight to 12 points. Yeah. That outlet pass to cook who's due for a big game. He usually yeah. gets between four or six targets anyway, uh, out of the backfield. It'll slow down the, the pass rush for sure for the Jets. Then you got Justin Jefferson. That's a tough task for Sauce Gardner. Um, if he gets 50 or more yards, they win every game. That's kind of how it's been. Yeah. I think he's had 49 or less in the two that they lost. They're six and one in their last seven home games, the Vikings. By the way, Harry, I'm surprised just you're not a Jet fan with Zonovan Knight, you know, with Carter <laughs> out. He's the backup running back. He had a big game last week. Big Zonovan, game last got, week. You, you must love that name, Zonovan. It's a battle of disease because there's a Darius Smith for the Vikings, yep. who has 61 pressures and is probably going to uh, give Mike White hell. But Zonovan Knight, pretty good. Not a bad name. I like it. I yeah. Like it. Um, yeah, Mike White, you're right. Like last year, he won that big game against the Zonovan Whitman. Solomon Solomon. Huh? Good, right? Solomon. Solomon. Zonovan. Zonovan Solomon. That's what I said. For, J- for Babyface? For Babyface. Oh. All right. Oh, All right, you okay. spell it out and you see if you can actually <laughs> say it right. And uh, maybe he could. Hey, he wants to name my kid that I should name my. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I think if you have if you have a kid with Angie, That's what I was I think, If you have a kid with Angie, that that will be. Oh, me. I see. Right, right. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you gift Harry a baby. That's how it will go. All right, I'm saying twenty-seven seventeen, Vikings. Uh, right there. Mike White, <laughs> all the, I'm not drinking the Long Island iced tea when it comes to Mike White. So 10 point win for the Vikes out of me. Vegas minus one and 50 and a half. Speaking of picking your favorite team, Bri, you're mm. doing it again. Week after week, you pick the Raiders. You like, you guys are crazy. Oh no, wait, we pick the Raiders <laughs> and say you're crazy. Um, this is a rematch against the chargers of another winnable game for the Raiders week one. They blew 24, 19. That might've been Carr's worst game, right? Bri, I know he had three interceptions. Was yeah, that his worst game. Actually, I guess that, that Saints game was pretty. Yeah, bad. yeah, the Saints one was. Yeah, yeah definitely yeah. the worst. Um, Chargers in the hunt for that seven seed. Big win over the Cardinals last week helped the Raiders. I'm not sure what they're doing aside from watching Josh Jacobs get richer. They beat the Seahawks in mm-hmm. Seattle. The problem, Bry, is whenever you think either of these teams is back on track, they make you pay dearly mm-hmm. every Sunday. They literally make you pay. So I'm taking the Raiders 27 23. I don't love it, though. 
Yeah, look, I will say, yeah, if there's a stay away game, maybe this is the game, I guess. But, you know, I will say here come the Raiders to try and get into the middle of the draft. Um, mm. Like they could easily be seven and four, even though I don't think they're, they're good, especially defensively. But I've always said this is the thing I've said, at least recently over the last couple of years, the Broncos never scared me. The Chargers don't scare me. Uh, they haven't lost both to the Chargers since 2018. The Raiders right now are battling, right? Though, e- mm-hmm. even though I kind of hated them, almost rooting against them. But Chargers have lost three of their last five. They could have easily, I, I know they probably could have won some of those games too, but they easily could have lost all five. Uh, Chargers just cannot have nice things two weeks in a row. They should not have won last week. Um, give me the Raiders. I'm going to say 27 24 on a Carlson game winner at the oh, end. Oh, nice. All right. What did I say? 27 23? All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Herbert's been intercepted in six straight games. That's the longest thumb um, mm-hmm. of his career. Hey, I stole this from the Action Network. Teams the week after a road game in Seattle, that's the Raiders, are 12 and 1 against the spread over the last two seasons. Who the hell is now, coming up with this stuff? I don't know why that makes any sense. Yeah, why would either. that? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Something. Coincidence? Is that like a what's the deal with that? that? Some kind of flight? I, I don't know what the flight is. Yeah. Well, I said it's the loudest stadium I've ever been in. So after you're done there, it's easy the next week, mm-hmm. I guess. Interesting. Guess all right, Harry. There you go. Yeah, See, that, baby that's the most logical thing. Yeah, you brought it's, it all together. We so do like have a, to change the name to Zonovan. He's, well, it's either that or try by Cusman. I, mean, I still feel like that's <laughs> a, a good one. All right, let's take another break. Then we'll go over uh, three of the uh, five or six. I don't know how many conference championship games there are. Actually, there's more than that, but there's five big ones. We're going to hit three when we come back. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. All right, the big one is actually tonight, uh, Friday, USC and Utah. USC, a two and a half point favorite over Utah. The over-under is 67. They absolutely have to win to get in, right? I don't think there's any scenario where they lose and they stay ahead of Ohio state and Alabama and the like, you got the PAC 12's number one scoring offense, USC versus the PAC 12 number one scoring defense, Utah. Uh, it was a 43, 42 thriller last, uh, not last year, a couple of months ago. It was in October. The Utes never led the game until it was like 48 seconds left in the fourth quarter. I'm going Utah, Harry, you have now the four of us picked these two teams to be in the PAC 12 championship. Brother Brian, and I had Utah. Harley Kid and Harry at USC. Harry, you're sticking with USC. Yeah, I am. Uh, Utah's tough, Sal. I mean, the three losses by just a total of 16 points. But yeah, mm-hmm. I, I took USC at the beginning of the season. 
for the Pac-12 championship at plus 170 and rolling with them. Um, and Caleb Williams has been fantastic. 29 total touchdowns the last seven games. USC has scored 38 points or more in 10 of their 12. I think Lincoln Riley and USC avenge that one-point loss, and they get it done. Mm. I have a 34-30 Utah who averages 39.4 points, which is fifth in the Pac-12. Um, second in rushing offense. Um, you know, they have 220 rushing yards per game. Jeff Schwartz was on extra points on Thursday and talked about it. And he said, Utah plus three is probably the, the smart pick if you can get the plus three. But how do you bet against USC? He did say, like, Caleb Williams doesn't really throw interceptable passes. And like, I thought about that. It's like, it's kind of true. And mm-hmm. their turnover margins insane. I, at one point in the season, there were 13 yeah. balls that hit the turf and they got all of them, whether they fumbled it or the other team did. And so, you mentioned and, Utah's defense. Now they are good, but in that game uh, against USA, USC still, still had almost 600 yards of offense. Yeah. Both teams at 500. Uh, I know over 500. I don't know the yeah. exact number, but yeah, 43, 42 final. Uh, yeah. I think last team with the ball wins. That just kind of, and I like that Cameron rising. So I'll say 34 30. And then that pushes Ohio state into the top four. Somehow I think in my eyes, if USC loses, I think TCU beats Kansas state. They're a two and a half point favorite. 62 is the over under Brian, you're going under here. You like a low scoring game. Yeah. You know, I, I do like TCU in the game, but the line scares me, right? Two and a half is just so low. What I feel like it should be a little bit more. I know it's K-State, been low the last couple of weeks for them. Right? Yeah, it has, it really has. And the, you know, K state and they get, they're likely getting their great wide receiver Johnston back this week. TCU yep. supposedly he's healthy and the K state has been a little bit better team with Howard at quarterback. Um, and I was all ready to take the over in this game, but, you know, I thought about it in years past, we get caught up with how much this conference was an offensive conference. It's, it's changed recently, but in, in general, we thought this is offensive conference, offensive conference, but then mm. typically in the championship games, they were somewhat more defensive battles. If you go back and look at it, I think TCU's defense has shown up recently uh, when they've needed them. TCU, the first go around against K-State shut them down in the second half. These teams know each other. I'm going to say uh, the defenses are a little bit better than expected. So I'm going to take the under 61 and a half. All right. What do I have? Uh, I, I have it all, but I have 37, 31. They won 38, 28, right? When they yeah, played 66 during the season. The first time, yeah. and they were losing 28, 17 that game. I don't mm-hmm. know. I just think T- TCU has it. Something about them. Something about Parley mm-hmm. getting them, them marching that field goal team out in time. It makes yeah. me- Team of destiny. The destiny is just yep. the playoffs. I think they'll lose to Michigan uh, pretty handily, but um, I think they do win this and uh, cover. Hey, Parley kid, what does Duggan? What has to happen between Duggan and Caleb Williams for Duggan to get the Heisman, or is it over? I mean, can Caleb Williams throw four t- four interceptions in a losing effort. Would it matter? No, that would make a big difference. So if uh, Duggan were to win and like that. Uh, yeah, put up, uh, you know. 250 plus and three touchdowns and Williams were to lose and uh, throw three picks. I think we could see a swapping of the, uh, the uh, Heisman that's, right there. Listen, the, the, what you just described and what I described, um, that's got to be worth 20 to one odds, right? Max Duggan is 20 to one to win the Heisman. Mm. So I think that scenario played out, not likely, but. 20 to one, likely. Well, for I mean, sure. Sal was, uh, I know uh, Williams wasn't 20 to one. At some point, he might have been 20 to one. And we talked about, yeah, 
CJ Stroud losing to Michigan. Right. And yeah. uh, Williams winning mm. and jumping him. And that's, that happened. So right. uh, it's not out of the realm of possibility. And, and, and Coram getting hurt. Happens. That's that. You know, Jeff Schwartz said some idiots voted already though. He's like, I just, he's like, I just know that a lot of people voted already, which sucks. But um, Caleb Williams I is minus twenty eight hundred. Why? Yeah. Why do they? Why are they allowed to vote? They're uh, just I like, think, oh, I just got to get it in in case I forget. Yeah, like, they're well, going to Hawaii the next week so for the conference championship. Get rid of early voting. That's it. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Stop the steal already. Uh, <laughs> what were you saying, Babyface? What are you saying here? Well, he, was, he he's also very excited. He wants Oregon go figure to make the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. He he was all in on it. He said he'll come to the game because he has a bar mitzvah that, that day, later that day. He'll be what carrying someone around the chairs. Yeah, that's a 12-30 game. What day is that? The 17th? Wait, the third? Yeah. So Saturday the 17th, 12-30 Pacific time. And Oregon is projected to make the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl because this is how. So it's no longer the fifth team, right? Last year was the first in the Mountain West against the fifth in the Pac-12. This year, and especially if USC loses, right? USC would go Rose Bowl, right? I'm trying to think mm-hmm. now. USC would go Rose Bowl. Utah would go like Holiday Bowl. And um, and then Oregon, I think, would go like Jimmy Kimmel Live Bowl or something like that. I really think that's how it would go. I don't know. If USC wins, it's a different story. I think they get to move up. Probably the holiday. So anyway. that would be terrible though if Oregon's playing like a Mountain West team, right? Yeah, and it would be Boise. Everyone's predicting Boise for that game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for a, t- a December seventeenth game, a team that was in the playoff, everyone was talking about them two weeks ago. My son can't go there. All right, Georgia seventeen and a half, <laughs> fifty-two and a half against LSU. Farley kid, I know you're a Brian Kelly fan. Good year for him. Um, right. I don't think they expected this much out of him. They have three losses, but. uh not a ton of pressure. They're not making the playoff. Right. Um, I don't think there's not a ton of pressure on Georgia either. They're almost certainly going to get that one spot wrapped up. I don't think they're going to sit guys, but we definitely saw them take their foot off the gas against Alabama in this very spot last year. Right. Yep. So 17 and a half is a lot. I think Jaden Daniels, you know, Aria has over 800 yards rushing. He limits his turnovers. LSU six and one against the spread in the last seven December games, like 31, 16. I'll reluctantly take LSU plus the points. What you too? Yeah, I'm exactly with you on that sound, that analysis. I think that's spot on. Um, uh, you know, LSU runs the ball well. They've had over 185 yards rushing in I think five or six straight games here. Uh, mm-hmm. One of their running backs, Josh Williams, who's been out for a few weeks, is now back. Uh, he's one of their leading rushers that will add uh, to some depth uh, there for the team. Uh, as you mentioned, I do believe that Georgia, um, I think they want to get a lead and get out of Dodge in this game uh, without getting guys injured, right? So there's a possibility right. that they take their foot off the gas where uh, LSU, you know, they could go up. It could be, this could be a 28-7 game at some point and we get a, a touchdown or so from LSU and we cover. So I think that's, you kind of, Hit it uh, on the head right there with, with your analysis. I think that's exactly what happens. Georgia wins this game, but uh, too many points uh, in a game that uh, Georgia doesn't need to win by a in a blowout fashion here at all. I think the first quarter is going to be key. I think like Georgia had, and you know, no surprise, they have the best point differential in the first quarter in the country. They're like plus 
111 or something, something crazy. And LSU is uh, uh, on the other end of that. So if they can survive the first quarter, then uh, like you said, they'll be in good shape. All right, let's do this. Sharp Tank, you each give me a pick. I'm going to pick which one I'm going to jump on, much like the Shark Tank version on ABC. Mark Cuban, you know, you've all seen it. Harry, start us off. What's your Sharp Tank pick? Okay, I'm going to stick with college football. I'm going to go to the American Athletic Conference Championship game. I'm going to take Tulane, the Green Wave, minus four against Central Florida. Uh, and I think they're going to, they're home. I think they're going to avenge their only conference loss of the season when they lost to Central Florida. Tulane earlier this season, very impressive. They beat Kansas State and held them to just 10 points. The quarterback, Michael Pratt, has a plus 17 touchdown to interception ratio. The running back, Ty J. Spears, six straight games of 120 yards or more. And their top two receivers are brothers, Shea and Deuce Watts. They've combined for 12 touchdowns. I'm going to take Tulane minus the four against Central Florida and get a January one bowl game. Really? All right. There you go. Uh, Parley kid. I know you got an NFL teaser. Yeah, I've been, uh, yeah. been successful uh, as of late after my uh, Poye 10 to one pick, I hit a three mm-hmm. team parlay last week, a five team parlay Sal. And you know, mm. I know they were large money line favorites, but it's still plus one twenty five on my last sharp tank, but I'm going to hit a three team t- 10 point tease here, Sal. Uh, I think you'll like this one. Um, Cowboys. And, you know, I'll, I'll I'll get the Cowboys out of the way here, but I, I might come yeah. back to that in a minute. But Cowboys are given 10 and a half. So uh, basically they, they just got to win this game and uh, right. I'll cover there on the teaser. Uh, I like the Ravens, Sal, on a tease here, plus one and a half after yep. you add the 10. Uh, I think Lamar Jackson seemed very ornery after that game last mm-hmm. week, right? He's kind of, he's pissed off. Then a vulgar text he, he sent back. This Denver, yep. this mm-hmm. Denver team is uh, maybe just playing out the stretch. I think their defense will come to play, but I think an angry Jackson at home wins that game. And Sal, the Texans getting 17 points here on a three-team wow. against the <laughs> wow. Browns. Whoa. The Texans. Nice, D. I like it. Now that the 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 the, the uh <laughs> that stadium's gonna actually be alive, right? In this game. Yeah. Are they actually gonna they're gonna be alive here. I mean, you like them to win. I'm I'm taking them I at know. 17 points. So you can't find fault in this tease, Sal. You I like look. it. And here's what I like about it. <laughs> if I can get the Texans and I can get the Ravens across the line, mm-hmm. right? I could pull a Harry here and I oh, could do that. try to I could take the Colts getting 10 and a half and try to middle it, right? Mm-hmm. Where the Cowboys win by seven. And bingo, I hit two bets. Let me tell you something. As as bad as the Colts have been, and they've been bad, they've only lost by 18 or more once. Brian, you know who it was against? Your Raiders. It was exactly 18. 38-20. But uh, otherwise, they lost by 7, they lost by 8, lost. Well, Uh, 13, 15. They don't lose by 17 or 18. That was a game they were outplaying the Raiders in the first half, and then after that, they just... Yeah, right. It was, I remember being weird. All yep. right, Parley kid. I like it. Brian, that's going to be tough to beat. What do you got? Yeah, you're probably not going to like mine. I do, um, you know, UFC is a little weird this weekend. There's some boxing going on, too. I think Fury fights, right? Is it this weekend? Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Um, that's right. Oh, but the line's okay. like, what, minus 2,000? It's crazy. That's all right. We'll and find the Holland Wonderboy <laughs> fight, I'm not really sure. 
uh, what to do with that. So I'm going to keep it easy here. I, teams I really like this week. I know I'm mm-hmm. going to get crap probably on a text from our boy Trevor. Uh, but wow. I'm going to I'm also going to do a tease. and I'm going to do a seven point tease and I'm going to tease up the Bengals to nine. Um, I, I said before, I really like them. I, I do think this is a really close game. And I had said Chiefs have a hard time putting teams away. And I am going to take the Titans uh, getting 11 and a half. Do like um, that. I, yeah, I mean, I do think, yeah, Brable coming off a loss. I was thinking of just taking the Titans as uh, getting four and a half as my sharp tank, but I'm, I'm mm-hmm. buying that up to 11 and a half. I do think these teams are pretty comparable. I think it's going to be... A really close game uh there maybe a field goal too but but yeah getting nine by the Bengals, 11 and a half by the titans uh i like a lot of teasers this week i like there's probably six or 17 yeah i mean i'm looking you know if you really want to get stupid here argentina is minus 2000 if you're doing money lines <laughs> instead of teasers france is minus 12 and that's all oh, before no, Sunday. you're gonna do that with fury of course oh. i am fury yes. i'm doing wow it Mikey Meatballs has got to be a UFC, right? A, a big favorite. Who's who's up there? Anybody? Um, Rafael Dos Santos. Like big, oh yeah. He was like, well, I was yes, gonna say, I, I would think Brian and Mike. I could be wrong here. And yeah. I, this UFC card is not great. Um, no. But I would say Brian and Michael would both lean towards Stephen Thompson over Holland. Uh, with those, with the odds, plus one at plus one forty five for Thompson. Yeah, Thompson being an underdog, although I've gone mm. against Thompson recently. The Muhammad he hasn't fight. been good, but don't you think his patience in a fight like this, he's just gonna. It, I could see it. Meatballs, yeah, jump no. in here. What's a give I us a like UFC pick out of those guys? Uh, I, I, it's a stay away from me uh, with Thompson yeah. Holly. Right. Yeah, uh, Matt Schnell, I think it's three to one. I do like him at flyweight. Yeah, he's close to three to one there. All right. And that's the second main event. All right. All right. Well, you guys can have fun with that. So I have, let me see. I have uh, Argentina, France, Rafael Dos Anjos, (laughs) Tyson Fury. Now I'm down to minus 266. (laughs) If I I add, come on, don't laugh. If I add the Cowboys, now I'm down to minus 155. Come on. Are you kidding me? That's a winner. Cowboys, Mm. Fury, Dos Anjos, France, Argentina. Beautiful. Wow. The only thing is, I mm. I always worry about UFC. Just like oh something, yeah, something weird something happening. Up. Yeah, bro, uh, babyface, you like that? I don't. I mean, I like Harry's Tulane pick, honestly. But the last <laughs> time Harry saw a green wave, it involved a bowl of M and M's. So there I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew you didn't really like the pick. I had a feeling. All right. Hey, by the way, babyface, where are my, my my South's credentials for the uh, for the Pac-12 championship? Where are credentials? Oh yeah. Credentials. Where is that? You don't. I don't want to go. go. You're watching World Cup. I mean, how many? Uh, you don't live in Vegas anymore, Harry. Harry, aren't you getting together with Brett to watch the game? Is that happening? Waiting to hear back from Brett. He said he'd okay. get back to me today. I didn't hear back from him. No, he doesn't want any part of you. Mark. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. There you go. Uh, we will be back Sunday. So what was the late afternoon, we're going to be doing um, uh, at the end of the San Francisco Miami game at the end of Cincinnati, Kansas City. That should be a fun slate. Fun. Join us on Spotify Live late uh, afternoon there. Uh, hit the Covered in Glory guys also on Spotify Live. That's at 3 p.m. Eastern today if you're listening on Friday. 
Uh, they have some other podcasts on there. Uh, Megan Fun of Sports was fun this week. Waiver Wired with Eddie Spaghetti and Jen Piacente was good. Uh, listen to all the minus threes with Kevin Hench and Dave Damashek, Lemon Pepper Parlay. I think it hit us all listening to us already. Extra points. Get it all done. Extrapoints.com slash arcade. You play the pick'em contest. You could play the prop quiz contest, $100 and a gold cap available. And that'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds. For Mikey Meatballs, for Babyface Joel Solomon, the Degenerate Trifecta, I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Na, 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 na. Na, 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 na.